0: All right, it's time to get down and dirty with the Dirt Car Late Models. Whoa, Schlein on the run in turns three and four, got that car up on the right rear. Chad Finley is within striking distance of Travis Stemmler. However, that bottom groove has been dominant all night long. Oh, problems for Hilliker. Problems for Hilliker off
1: of turn number two. Stemmler trying to go to the inside. Finley right there behind him, trying to follow entire tracks. Both of them are going to say, excuse me, sir, and get by JC Witherspoon to put him a lap down. And he adds another one to the list. Wood kick winner, Rusty Schlein. Turn four, turn four, flag in the air. To pick up the win. Finley will go second. Goki will go third.
0: Welcome into a big weekend of racing in and around the Great Lakes region. One of the biggest events is a dirt late model event this weekend. The Wood Tick coming up on Friday and Saturday. Rich France is already there. Good evening. Good weekend. How are you, sir?
2: Oh, just getting settled here, Zach. Uh, Test and tune night tonight here. So uh, the track looks pretty good right now. Uh, and cars from all divisions are pulling in here to take advantage of this test and tune tonight.
0: 33rd running of the Wood Tick event, um, and we are excited for this one, Rich, because it's one of the biggest events that we're going to see here in 2021, and it's the biggest Wood Tick event um, that we've seen. As of right now, uh, you know, the last time we heard unofficially, 33,000 dollars to the winner and that's just baseline with what mike blackmere is putting up uh that doesn't include the dan Soleil memorial portion of the thing so at its base this is the biggest dirt late model race in the state of michigan this season
2: it sure is and and that's going to bring out everybody zach uh from near and far for that kind of money um i don't think it's going to matter where you raced all season long? Um, if you've got under somebody's skin, I think for $33,000, uh, you might kind of suck it up and, and go after the money because you don't see this every day in Michigan.
0: Quite a few storylines that we're going to follow along with uh, all weekend. The social media coverage will be brought to you by your local Auto Value Parts store where service is the difference. They get it. Um, Rich, when we're talking about this weekend obviously you want to talk about who's going to win but there's also a pretty big picture and that is the all-star performance late model challenge series point standings and the two guys on top of the point standings right now couldn't be further from one another as far as their history with Merritt Speedway that being Dona Marcullier and Logan Nickerson
2: yeah Logan Nickerson um you know he 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 had a he he was in a nice little battle with, with with Dona and then you know, had had a bad finish in his last outing, finished 16th. So um, he's looking to bounce back. Um, I was able to catch up with Logan just a little, and uh, I was able to catch him with something brand new, Zach. Well, we're at day one of the 33rd annual Ed Van Wood Woodtick uh, and the fourth annual Dan Sole Memorial practice day today. Uh, I believe from, from five to nine they're going to be practicing. Uh, track prep is already underway back in the pit area and caught up with the gentleman that's running currently fourth in the all-star performance late model challenge series point standings logan nickerson and uh logan you guys got this uh first tell me i walked up here and you said look and i said that's a brand new race car what are we looking at
1: uh you are looking at a 2021 longhorn by wells Uh, we got her about three weeks ago took our time getting it together uh, took it out last weekend had a second and a third car was really good and so we're gonna see see how she does
2: tonight here at practice. Probably not a bad idea with a brand new race car. Uh, as much as everybody's been chasing this track all year long, this practice time tonight is probably gonna be huge for you guys.
1: Uh, yeah, for sure. I think we're gonna uh, be in different track conditions than we've been in all year long. So I, it should make it interesting. Hopefully, make the you know make it good for the fans. Uh, I know that uh, Mike and his crew are working real hard to try and get this place racy, and, you know, as racers, we all appreciate that. So, we'll uh, we'll see what happens, and I have good faith that we're going to have a good race.
2: A lot of money on the line. Um, you know, Mike Blackmere put this money out, you know, six months ago. He said, this is what we're going to run for. $33,000 to win. He hasn't announced it, but we're guessing it's going to be a 75-lap feature. Um, and then, Leah Soleil over there she's done a heck of a job uh with the Dan Soleil memorial adding so much extra money for you guys um how cool is that just to be involved in a weekend like this
1: oh it's awesome um I mean I grew up just wanting to be a part of these weekends so it's really it's really cool to be able to take part in this this is um we've been to every Dan Soleil race that there's been and we've been to a few wood ticks it's it's cool that they've combined them and they've been able to make such a awesome weekend out of both of the races and uh it's it's really special you know it's special to be able to run an hour from your house for thirty three thousand dollars it's a lot of money
2: now we have to ask you what's it going to take for you you know you have, you're you going to put some laps on this thing you're probably going to make some adjustments tonight but really in your mind what is it going to take to be able to be there at the end of this thing on saturday night
1: uh the biggest thing for Saturday night is Friday night. You're gonna have to qualify good. You're gonna have to heat race good, and you're gonna have to odd and even race good because you don't want to be starting behind the eight ball. Especially now with this group, I mean, it's a lot harder to come from tenth than it is from the pole.
2: It's it's always harder to come from deeper in the field, and you and you have to and you have to work a whole lot harder. Uh, let's talk about this points. You you were running second in the points, uh, yeah we talked a little bit earlier you you know one bad night and you dropped a fourth but you're still in this thing you still got a shot
1: Oh uh, yeah i mean we're definitely not out of it uh we had that one bad bad weekend we ended up 16th i think it was it was pretty uh pretty crucial blow but uh hopefully we can gain some points this weekend maybe get ourselves back in the hunt and See what the rest of the year holds.
2: Good luck tonight. Get this Longhorn hooked up.
1: Uh, thanks, Rich. I'm going sure try. All right, Rich. So the question begs, is that going to be the
0: difference for Logan, your opinions?
2: He sure seems pretty confident. He loves that car. You know, uh, you know the first time that he brought it out, you know, like he said, uh, started like 11th and finished third with it. And uh, I said, really, you know, and like he said, the big thing here at, at Woodtick is, um, is qualifying, Zach, with the way they're doing it. It's so important here. Um, you really can't give up tomorrow at, to, to to count on Saturday. Uh, you're going to have to be good throughout the weekend. And, and the young man is very confident.
0: You know, that's a and we've documented it very well. That's a big change for Logan over the last couple of years. He hates it when we bring it up, but it's true. Um, you know, and I think that that change in confidence has shown for him behind the wheel and on the racetrack that. Um, you know, and I think other drivers are recognizing he's a, a driver to be reckoned with now if he can put together a consistent run.
2: Yeah, and just to, just to give him a little bit of a hard time, it was funny. Uh, off the air, he was telling me everything that he's already spent the $33,000 on. <laughs> so tell me how confident that young man is.
0: Yeah, well, but, and you know what? Age is a big thing. And when you talk about confidence and, and who's going to go to victory lane, Rich, I think... You've got to keep some other drivers probably ahead of of Logan right now, and uh, none other than Donomar Coolier. He is second on the all-time wins list for this event, going all the way back to 2008 when he picked up his first Woodtick feature win. And this guy has been looking forward to this event all season. And we talked to him a couple of weeks ago at Tri-City. He was already preparing for this weekend. Mm
2: Yeah, he, sh- he sure was, but he, you know, he's been trying to grab another one in the last two years. You know, it was Rusty Schlenk and Travis Stemmler who kind of stole his th- stole his thunder. I think he had, uh, you know, he took last weekend off uh, to get ready for this. So I think Dono Markuliar is taking this very seriously. Um, his last huge win, if you asked him, was the Summer Nationals Hell Tour last year. At Tri-City.
0: Last five Woodtick feature winners look like this. Donomar Coollier in 2015. Chad Finley steals one in 2016. 2017, 2018, Donomar Coollier, and that's the last time that he went to Victory Lane in the Woodtick. And then as you mentioned, 2019 Rusty Schlank dominates, and then 2020, Travis Stemmler goes to Victory Lane. Let's talk about that Rusty Schlank performance because I think he's the big question mark right now, Rich. On a Thursday, currently no Sign of the former Jackson assassin and uh, Rusty Schlenk, or uh, maybe he's the Marcoolier madman now if he misses out on this $33,000.
2: Yeah, I, I'm looking for him because if I look down the way right from where I'm sitting, I can see the 44 of Colin Shipley. And uh, so we're waiting to see if uh, maybe just Rusty got a late start and that Shipley racing team got here a little early. We'll see. But uh, Colin Shipley is in the house rusty i have yet to confirm if he is here or not
0: you know i think the big the reason that rusty is a question mark it's no secret he has a beef with this late model challenge series format and um merit speedway aside from the 2019 wood tick historically has not been good to him it's been a tough place for him to race it's been a tough place for him to find success on last couple times i've seen him at merit rich he's been marred at the back has had trouble getting that domination chassis to hook up um and you know cody bauer and the other domination has fared okay at Merritt, but um i I don't know i I am not convinced you're going to see him this weekend i think he may pass up the opportunity to go to Merritt.
2: i mean he could uh thirty three thousand dollars is a lot of money i don't know where else you're going to go to to run that i know there is a fifty thousand dollar world of outlaws race in wisconsin i believe i don't know that he would go up there um i don't know i'm going to keep my fingers crossed because i think he adds to the show to be honest with you zach um and you say he hasn't been running well, hasn't been great this year, but he still won one, two years, a couple of years ago. And, um, You know, lightning can strike at any time.
0: Absolutely, for sure. Um, Let's go through this, uh, continuing through this win list. We talked about the last five years going back to 2015. Uh, According to our records, no running of the event in 2014. So then 2013, Eric Spangler grabs his third. He joins Dona Marcullier as a driver that goes back-to-back in Woodtick events. So 2013, 2012, Eric Spangler. 2011, Justin Robinson grabs one. And then Rich... 2008 through 2010, dominated by Dona Marcoolier three in a row. And then before him in 2007, Frank Cedar with the all time wins list leader at eight for this race. Um, I, I'm just wondering is this where we see Eric Spangler come back into the conversation for wins at Merritt?
2: I think Eric Spangler has put himself in the conversation after two All Star Performance Late Model Challenge Series wins here in 2021, Zach. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't have called those two races a Tri-City, and I am an Eric Spangler fan. I think he's one of the best to ever uh, hold a steering wheel in a UMP late model, but uh, I would have never seen that coming at Tri-City. If he can get this place figured out, Eric Spangler can surprise some people this weekend. Well,
0: he for sure knows the racetrack, uh, or he knows the racetrack of old, and uh, we'll talk about that a little bit more coming up. But Eric Spangler's wins, as you mentioned, come at Tri-City. Any concern that those haven't come at Merritt Speedway? Is is he missing something, or is Eric just unfortunately a byproduct of the racetrack that we have seen up to this point?
2: Um, I think he's had some bad luck here at Merritt in 2021. He's had some flat tires and some accidents and things happened that took him out. Um, I'm looking at this racetrack, and it doesn't look anything like when I was last here, Zach. There is some banking, the top third of the racetrack. Um, it looks visibly different, visibly different um and maybe that's what eric spangler needs uh these guys are here tonight because of that uh i think they want to get it see if they can get a grip on this on this facility because uh they just added this banking in the last week or so so uh we'll have to see how it works out but they're all here to give it a try
0: you know that banking was added because for those of who hasn't been haven't been following along but you're on your way to merit speedway right now uh while you're listening to this the racetrack rich they changed it in the offseason between 2020 and 2021, they elected to flatten it out because they had a problem last year, they thought, where the track was top dominant and was maybe one lane around the top. So they made an effort. They brought in some new clay or new dirt, a new soil, new whatever you want to call it, put it on this racetrack, tore it up, reconfigured it, made it extremely flat but rich what they did was unintentionally created a new problem where it was one lane around the bottom, and I've said this from day one. You can make one lane around the top be racy with dive bombs, slide jobs, and diamonding the corner. There's nothing you can do with one lane around the bottom. You're not going to make that racy. This is a, I think this is a kitchen sink effort by Merit Speedway staff to to pull this racetrack together for their biggest event of the season, and uh, nobody's raced on it with this we'll call it the third configuration that they've done for this season nobody's raced on it yet because they got rained out last week how different is it different enough that it's going to be a curveball for these drivers
2: Uh, it it could be i mean i I'm, i'm i'm sitting here watching some of the uh you know the front wheel drives and some of those factory stocks and pro stocks are out there now and um it's not changing a whole lot it looks like they're having a little bit of a problem they're but they are going all over the racetrack. I can see that. Some are high, some are low. That's a good thing to see.
0: Yeah, for sure. And 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 I think that's a good judge, too, is what the other divisions are doing because uh, we know that these late models with the high horsepower and the big tires can blow this racetrack apart. Let's go back to drivers to watch. Uh, we know that we have a lot of dirt late model fans on our uh, platforms who listen to what we have to say. and whether or not you warrant our opinions i don't know but we're going to give them to you anyhow travis stemler picking up the win last year in that ankle racing number four probably arguably their big premier win together as a team chad and kayla and travis now they've been around the sun one you know 365 times rich are they the new kids on the block to keep an eye on this weekend
2: well i don't know about the new kids on the block zach they had a pretty rough start to their challenge series races the first half of 2021 uh until they finally put it in victory lane here over the fourth of july weekend um that was his first challenge series win of the season and uh he was on a roll last year if everybody can remember so uh we'll we'll have to see uh travis stemler i have not seen him on property yet today of course we know he's going to be here for the whole weekend but uh it all depends what kind of a race car he brings Uh, um he's been consistent But he hasn't been as fast as he was in 2020 on a consistency basis, consistently fast and beating everybody. Uh, So we'll have to see which Travis Stemmler shows up this weekend.
0: You know, I think there's a lot of guys who are trying to get a handle on their race car. You mentioned and we talked with Logan Nickerson is bringing a brand new race car this weekend or has brought a brand new race car this weekend. Uh, how about Chad Finley posts on Facebook today, brand new race car, brand new paint scheme. They're getting ready to roll that thing out. Uh, I was a little un- unsure if they're bringing the new scheme to merit or if that's just in the wings waiting, but, uh, you know, Chad Finley's another driver who just has not been happy with his performance this year and he's looking to improve. Could this be his weekend to get his second wood tick win?
2: Uh, it could from my vantage point it looks to me like they brought the white car from my vantage point. okay uh, it, he's at the far end of the uh, of the pit area but I, I see his rig and and it's just I have a little blockage from where I'm sitting but it looks to me like they brought the white car which means uh, the brand new one's gonna have to wait another week or two but uh, no Ch- Chad Finley's had a very fast race car. Uh, he's really transformed um, to be honest from a strictly pavement driver. Um, and has really gotten pretty good on dirt, to be honest with you, Zach. Uh, so he's he has to be um, a favorite just about any time you open the gates, wouldn't you think?
0: He's got a feature win this season going back to May 15th. Uh, that may uh, be, well, and actually when you talk about it, going back to May 15th, he's got that feature win. He's got an odd feature win uh, at the end of May, 5th in that doubleheader. Um, Saturday night edition of the show. He finished fifth, and then uh, going back to Merit Speedway on July 3rd, a fourth-place finish, finished his second in the Sunday edition of that show. And that's that's pretty much his repertoire this season at Merit Speedway is consistency. Now, people will say, "Wow, well, he won that feature from the pole on a racetrack where nobody could pass. He still won the dang thing, and a win is a win. And uh, luck is a big part of our sport. I, the other thing you got to wonder is... Chan Finley and some of these other drivers, Rich, have ruffled some feathers throughout the season because of how hard it's been to pass. Uh, and this is the perfect opportunity with over $33,000 on the line to move somebody. What sort of race early here, without being able to see how this new configuration really is going to go, what sort of race do you think we're going to see? Is someone going to get rooted, or do you think someone's going to dominate this thing?
2: Um. I don't think anybody's going to dominate this thing, Zach. There's too much competition that's going to show up to this event. And too many guys uh, that can win this event. Absolutely. Um, and, and I couldn't pick. You know, it would be tough. Do, do, you, do you want to go with the the easy one, the easy way out? And you want to go with Dono Marcullier or, or, you know, if, if history bears out the experience here of Eric Spangler? I don't know. It could be somebody that just has their car set up for, What we've last heard, 75 laps, and that's a long way, Zach. Your car can change so much, especially these UMP late models, in 75 laps. Um, You have to have a car the last 20 to be able to win this thing.
0: We saw a race last year up there at Merritt where it looked like it was – it was uh, David uh, Baker's race to lose and that's pretty much what he did is in the closing laps that car went away in that late model challenge series race and, and that's the big thing is uh, you know you get a caution late and it gaps the field back up or you know as you said this is this could be one of the longest races of the season you don't have that thing set up to be on run for that entire 74 or 75 laps um, and that whole thing changes remember that's again what Rusty Schlank did back when he picked up his win in 2019 Rich seven 74 straight green flag laps lapped all the way up through like sixth position or something and uh, just put on a clinic i'm with you though i don't think we see that again this weekend i think we see some cautions i think we see some drivers with some tempers and i think that we see uh maybe a situation where the pass for the win rich uh, i'm gonna make an early prediction is made within the last five laps
2: hey you know it sure could zach i, I wouldn't i would never argue with you or bet against that you know i've talked to I have talked to Chad Finley and Dona Marcullier throughout this season, and when they were running 50 laps, they couldn't be on go the whole time. They admitted that. They said, you have to drive. 75, you absolutely cannot. So it, it, it all depends on how much you save and can you save enough to have a fast enough car at the end when everybody else's stuff goes away.
0: You know this event is more than just thirty-three thousand dollars to win for the Ed Van Dynan Wood Tick Woodtick uh, thirty-third event. Rich, this event has grown over the last five years or so with the inclusion of the Dan Soleil Memorial. Leah Soleil, the daughter of Dan, and the uh, girlfriend—I think it's still girlfriend. I hope it's not fiance at this point—of Brandon Thurlby. and uh, those that family and those people have put in. Really, a lot of extra bonus money that these drivers are thinking about while they're out there racing—from lap money to qualifying to um, special awards. There's a lot of extra money on the line this weekend, aside from that thirty-three thousand.
2: Yeah, for the UMP modifieds as well, Zach. They—they've uh, they've now expanded that to that class, so there's a lot of money to be had there. But uh, you know, I was—I I got here and I saw the uh, the Brandon Thoroughby rig pulling in and. And, and Leah was standing over there with Brandon. And I just had to go over. I kind of tiptoed because when we talked to her in the past on this weekend, Zach, she's been um, awfully tense, let's say, right? Um, but she was uh, she was in a really good mood. She was smiling, like the calm before the storm. So uh, I sat down with Leah for a few minutes and uh, we had a talk about this weekend. Well, walking through the pit area on night number one, a test and tune night here at the Merritt Speedway for the 33rd annual Ed Van Nine and Wood Tick and the fourth annual uh, uh, Dan Sole Memorial And uh, I have caught up to somebody Who uh, this event means a whole lot to uh, Leah Soleil. Man, is it cool to talk to you right now? It seems like you're kind of calm Is this the calm before the storm? Or, or how's everything been going?
3: It's been pretty good I, I had a really good week um, Everything uh, was caught up last week And did a couple minor things this week Brandon has been the biggest help He has been like my rock this week Last week so I'm, I'm really looking forward to this weekend. I'm pretty calm right now, but I think maybe later, tomorrow, might be a little bit different story.
2: Every, anybody who's had social media sees how hard you work on this event. Um, tell us how much, I, I, I had a calculator and I couldn't figure out how much money you're putting putting into this thing. Um, everybody talks about the $33,000, that's the big number that they're putting up to, to win on Saturday night. But man, you've collected a whole lot yourself.
3: Yes, I don't know the exact total, but it's around 25,000 that I've done myself. Um, So it's amazing, the whole community, all the sponsors. We've had some people drop off from the last couple years, but we gained more, it seems like. I was a little worried about a month ago. I kept telling everybody, I don't know how we're going to do this, but um, the last couple months or last month or so, everybody's really came through and if it's not a bike for the kids night it's a twenty dollar lap or it's a hundred dollars towards the race or it's silent auction items I mean everybody in the pit area even other pits even other racetracks it's just insane how many people have came together for this
2: and it's not just for the UMP late models and the all-star performance challenge series the UMP Modifieds as well. They're going to have a chance to make a whole bunch of money this weekend.
3: Yes, we weren't going to do it and then last minute I decided that um, we probably should. Um, Also, I put money towards all the other classes for the heat races. Mike and I put our heads together and came up with some numbers and I gave a couple grand towards their heat races. So, um, We're kind of wanting to involve every class. Mike also did the laps for all the other classes in Um, so it's it's huge there's a lot of money up for grabs this weekend here and I just I'm most nervous about the car count I just hope that it's a good turnout in the fans and normally everybody pulls through here so I'm just hoping for a good good weekend
2: you've done this three times before tell me what is your favorite part of this weekend and what is the part that you wish you didn't have to do for this weekend
3: my favorite part, man, I just, well, my, well my family comes. This is the first year that my oldest brother, no one knows him. He He's lives in Virginia. He flew in yesterday. So this is the first time that all five kids have been together in, I, I don't even know how long, over 10 years. So it's, that's, that's pretty exciting this weekend. And then Normally, I mean, it's it's just nice to see all the people. You know, I, I get thanked so much this weekend, so it's nice to just be able to have everybody come up and say, oh, Leah, you did a great job. It just makes it all so worth it. And the, the least favorite part is... I don't get to enjoy it as much as normal. You know, normally I get to sit at a trailer and watch some races here, watch some races there, cheer for Brandon. I try not to um, show a little favoritism, but everybody knows. I mean, I'm Brandon's girlfriend, so people know it's going to happen, but that's probably my least favorite. I just don't get to be racer girlfriend this weekend, so...
2: I, th- I was going to guess that the, the hardest part for you is when you have to give a check or something to the other guy. <laughs> and you go up there to get your picture taken with them. Because that's happened before. It
3: has happened. It has happened. There's... It's hard to give the money to someone else and take a picture with someone else but it's still all about my dad and I know that he would be happy for anybody that won. Of course he wants Brandon to win this and I'm really hoping this weekend he pulls it off for the big one but you know good or bad, win or lose, we're still here for my dad and we're not here to, we're here for fun, you know.
2: So we're here on Thursday. Does your work start tonight? Do you get to enjoy tonight a little bit before everything gets going tomorrow? Or you, as soon as they get this car unloaded and get your stuff out, are, are you going right away?
3: We're um, gonna set up tables and the merch and everything tonight. Um, so we're, we'll be at work a little bit, but I, I did talk to my family and we're gonna have a little fire and hang out tonight with everybody. There's a lot of people here already, so I think it's gonna be a little bit of a party tonight still. Um, so I, I'll be right to work, but it'll be all right. <laughs>
2: Leah, you've done a great job every single year. We've been we've been here every single year, year you've done this. We're glad to be back. Uh, good luck this whole weekend, and maybe we'll talk to you at the end and see how it went.
3: Thank you guys so much. Thanks for the support, and I appreciate everything.
2: Well, and again, obviously this
0: event is big for their family and, and big for her, and I really think it's big for the racing community. Look at all of the people that step in and and donate for lap money and um, between two divisions and qualifying money. I think that's the great thing, Rich, is she really does a nice job of rallying our community to put money on the line for these drivers. That's who it's for, is these drivers. And, of course, the cause that they donate things to with raffles and uh, door prizes and that sort of stuff. But I think it's just an awesome show of the racing community, this event.
2: And, you know, Zach, it's not hard to do because... Dan Saleh was so cared for in this pit area Um, they will do anything and these race teams every single season since she since she started this this is the fourth year now um, they have stepped up to the plate and you know it really is about family to Leah like she said Um, it's very important yeah she gets to use racing um, you know as kind of an outlet to do that but uh, it really is about family and and they really do try to have a really good time and I think a lot. The rest of this pit area is is really happy that uh, that she that she does this because it helps out a lot of drivers, and they've collected a lot of her money in the in,
0: yeah. in the past several years. <laughs> the 33rd annual Wood Tick coming up this Friday and Saturday for Merritt Speedway. We hope you're on your way as you listen to this, or making plans to head up there. Um, Rich, as you're there Thursday tonight for practice night, um, who are the notables that you're seeing in the pit area? Again, this is early. Thursday, practice day, but already some guys unloading and getting ready.
2: Yeah, like I said, uh, Brandon Thurlby, he uh, he uh, showed up. Uh, haven't seen his car on the racetrack. Uh, Mike Stazak has been out on the racetrack. I have seen him actually turning laps. Uh, as we as we said, Logan Nickerson here in that 21 machine. Greg Gokey is on the property. He has not left his pit yet for his uh, practice. Colin Shipley uh, out of Ohio, out of McClure, Ohio. He's here with that brand new number 44 purple wrap it looks sweet Zach Um, so he's here and then Dave Baker Chad Finley and Mike Vandermark Jr. all on the property tonight Um, I I think some guys are gonna get here a little later but just out of these names that I mentioned this tells you how important it is they they want to get on this racetrack and see what it's like after this new banking's been added.
0: I want to talk about Mike Vandermark for just a minute. This is a guy who is really looking for a breakthrough win in dirt late model racing. Made a good name for himself in street stocks and in IMCA Modifieds. Has kind of been struggling to find it. I mean, he's picked up some wins along the way, but he's looking for that big breakthrough win. Rich, he made a change. He uh, got rid of the Domination chassis. Uh, I believe he went to... Oh, I don't want to say... I want to say... I want to say Black Diamond or Rocket, and I'm sorry, I don't remember which one he went with. Um, but he said, you know what? We just weren't getting the response that we needed on a dry slick racetrack, and that's what you're racing on up here in Michigan. He said, we made a change. We put some test laps on it. Didn't quite get the result they were looking for at Tri-City, but he said he's happy with this new race car. Maybe we need to keep an eye on that number 41 machine.
2: You know, he's been running good all season, Zach. He just has, he, he just you know hasn't been able to park it in Victory Lane, you know. Uh, like he wants to but uh he's had a very very good you know we, we we've watched him you know in in last year when he ran and i think he's having a better year this year um maybe he's you know looking to, to do a whole lot better but um i think mark mike Vandermark jr is doing is doing a great job but if you talk about an underdog He would absolutely be one of our put on that list.
0: When you look at his finishes this year at Merritt Speedway, third back on the 15th, third on the 22nd, has a blemish in that Friday night portion with a 17th place. Oh, I'm sorry, that's not even in late models. That was in a factory stock, so that doesn't count. So third in late models on the 15th, third in late models on the 22nd a 6th in the even feature on the 29th, a 7th place finish on the 30th, a 4th place finish on the 5th. Mike Vandermark Jr. has the consistency at Merritt Speedway. Another top five a couple of weeks ago. And uh, then he makes the change in the chassis. And, uh, you know, as far as wins go this year, he does have a win at I-96 this season, and he does have a win at Crystal and Thunderbird as well as uh, Winston Speedway. So he's been to Victory Lane a couple of times this year, Rich. Now it's going to Victory Lane in that late model division with that new late model. Again, the consistency out of these drivers at Merritt Speedway is what makes this really just a reach-your-hand-in-the-bag and pull out a name.
2: Yeah, it, it really is, Zach, because you have to remember, when, when they run here on a weekly basis, they are running more than double the laps this weekend. Yeah. So uh, that is a big deal. These guys, this is the only time they run this many laps, all season long, up here in Michigan. So it it really is going to be, and I may sound like a brokered record, but who has, who has some race car left at the end? And it could be anybody. But but whoever can save those valuable valuable who's your tires, um, and have something left with that right rear and right front um, to make something happen in the last 20 laps, that's going who's walk that who that's who is going to walk away with thirty three thousand dollars.
0: Any names that we haven't mentioned that you're kind of looking at here and, and wondering, are they a dark horse? Are they an underdog? Maybe there's some names we haven't mentioned that are uh, a clear favorite for this weekend that we've just kind of glazed over. Uh, anybody anybody on your radar right now that we haven't talked about?
2: Um, I, I think you always have to mention Cody Bauer, don't you? Um, Cody Bauer has been very strong in that domination race car. Um, he's had a little bit of bad luck when he went to travel a little bit, but he knows Merritt Speedway um, as good as anybody, and he's won here this year, so why can't he be one? Um, Andrew Terrell is here. He's here tonight. I just saw him pull into line uh, to get it to go into practice. Um, you know, he's not winning every week, but that's a fast race car, and he's shown speed at times, so there's just a couple of guys that, uh, that I think if some things fall their way, and, and keep in mind, Cody Bauer can go out and win this thing, okay? Um, but if things go their way, I don't think you can, um, you know, throw them out with the bathwater. I think they have you have to list them as contenders as well.
0: Cody Bowers' win comes back on June fifth at Merritt Speedway, and uh, that's really the highlight of his season so far. A third place finish on the return trip on June twelfth, fifth on July third, and seventh on the uh, Sunday portion of that weekend, um, and then after that. The next best finish at Merritt Speedway is a sixth, back on July 17th, um, and uh, I, I think you're right. They're just kind of looking for something out of that out of that race car and, and trying to put something together. You know what we haven't talked about, and it's because it's the wrong racetrack for him, but they came to life at Tri-City, and I think that gives them some momentum if they decide to show up, and I don't know if they're going to because they're running for points at Crystal, but will we see Derek Hilliker this weekend? <laughs>
2: Yeah, that that that's that's the million dollar question. I mean, we, we talked to Derek and he says, you know, we haven't run worth a darn there, and we still can't figure it out. So, you know, it's a toss up. Um, you know, you may you may see uh, you know David and Steven here, and, and Derek goes to Crystal. We'll have to see how it works out. I know I haven't seen either of those three cars yet today, so uh, we'll have to see. You know, when we when we spoke to Derek, he wasn't really confident. About uh, when, we, when we mentioned Merritt Speedway, but, uh, you know, he, um, he's been really fast at Tri-City, and it just seems like he just has something small to figure out, and I think he could be good here, too.
0: Last time he was here was way back in the season opener, and he hasn't been back since. He had a 15th place finish back on May 1st at Merritt Speedway, so I'm going to say, don't look for that 19 car to unload. He's in the points uh, competition right now at Crystal Motor Speedway. You know who we really have neglected? You mentioned that he was there, is Greg Gokey driving the Scott and Pam Phillips Motorsports number 50, started on the outside pole in the last event on July 17th, brought home the win over Brandon Thurlby, Eric Spangler, and andrew terrell that is a team that i think again is missing a little something but they could strike i think at any moment
2: you know i think it's taken i think it's taken greg a little while to gel with, with that scott and pam Phillips motorsports team and they proved that when they finished third here at the last all-star performance challenge series event uh on fourth of july he brought home a solid third place finish and i mean solid zach uh, that car looked very good the entire 50 laps. And like you said, picking up another win. Um, yeah, you're right. Greg Goki, can he win this thing? Absolutely. And the reason I say that is I see that team getting better and better. It was tough for him last year when he ju- just jumped in fresh with that car. Um, but this year, they seem to have found something. And I think he found something in that 50 machine that he likes.
0: Middle of the May uh, part of the season was tough for Greg Gokie. They picked up their first win of the season, May 21st, at Winston. And then they went on a string of good finishes. Second, second, first. Had a blemish at Winston with a 12th place finish. Then second, second, second. Top tens, top fives. Um, Merritt Speedway has treated them okay. Second and third, as you mentioned, Rich. Um, And a win at Merritt Speedway, as we said, back on the 17th. And that was the last time that he was at Merritt Speedway. So maybe riding high on that win at Merritt that uh, last time they were there. You know who's been up here playing around a little bit? Is the driver out of Toledo, Ohio, that we normally see at Attica and Oakshade, the X3 of Dan Wallace, has been mm, playing around a little bit at Merritt and Tri-Cities. Will we see that veteran driver show up this weekend and try to steal the cash I think you might want to count on it.
2: Uh, maybe I know he was here last time I was here. Uh, I've not seen him yet tonight, so uh, we'll, we'll have to see. But uh, yeah, he's been. I don't know. Maybe he's just looking for something different. Um, maybe he had his eyes on this thirty-three thousand uh, dollars. You know, from early in the season on, so he wanted to make some some trips up here. You know, to get that to get that X three. Uh, Uh, hooked up, and and maybe he could find something here at the Merritt Speedway. So we'll have to see.
0: Last time he was here, a fifth-place finish back on July 17th. Before then, 12th, 18th, and uh, top 10, and uh, a ninth-place finish during the odd feature. So he has some work to do to get a handle on Merritt Speedway if he's going to be in contention. And really, Rich, when you you look through the rest of the field— it becomes a lot of maybes for drivers who are uh, are are regulars at Merritt. Honestly, maybes, and uh, they would need a little bit of a break. We haven't talked about at all Brandon Thurlby, other than the fact that Leah is helping you know, raise some money for this event. This race has been his kryptonite. Brandon has not gone to victory lane in this race since its inception, since he started running late models. Will he break through this weekend? I think everybody wants to know.
2: And I think that would be the million-dollar question. And I, I think Leah would tell you, "Gosh, I hope he does it finally." Um, you know, we we talked about him last week, Zach. Um, nine wins um, across was it four different racetracks here in 2021. Um, he has been fast, and he you could say, um, you know, you could say he's owned Winston this year. Uh, but dry slick racetrack, we'll have to see what this racetrack does i'm going to be watching it uh, you know throughout the night tonight and see what what it goes through i don't know if you'll get a, a really good comparison just because this is not a full pit area tonight but uh brandon thoroughby you can't ever take him off your list you, not not once
0: you talk about his performance this year i really think that we have this may be the driver we have glazed over rich in the events that are listed currently on my race pass the worst finish for this driver was a 15th finish 15th place finish Back on April 2nd at Winston Speedway. We were there for that race. He wrecked out on lap two. Um, so that's not even a good judge of character. Since then, second, eighth, first, first, fourth, second, sixth, ninth, second. A 12th place finish at Winston again. First in an even feature. Third, first, 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 ninth, seventh, third, sixth, first, seventh, second. You get my drift. His last race at Winston Speedway last Friday night. A first-place finish, another win, and then Merritt Speedway again rained out on Saturday. Man, I'm just realizing, Rich, may want to put some money on the M14.
2: Yeah, it sounded like you were stuttering there for a minute, Zach, when you were saying first, <laughs> first, 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 first. But, you know, that's, that's the Brandon Thurlby we all know. Um, running up front all the time. He was always up in the top five, flirting with wins, um, you know, on the American Ethanol Late Model Tour which he was a back-to-back champion he ha- absolutely he can win this race but um i think it's probably a little more emotional for him so he has to be able to put that away and be able to just treat it like another race to where he's not quite so intimately involved in it and uh, maybe that'll be his his key to winning
0: rich anything else uh tonight i hear we it sounds like we may have some late models on the track right now as we're doing as we're wrapping up this segment of the Woodtick preview show who who uh, who you got out there
2: yeah r- right now uh mike Stazak's out there um i andrew terrell is on track right now mike vandermark is out there so we'll we'll have to see um they're, they're kind of putting three cars out and then going to a different division putting three more cars out and it's kind of like whoever pulls in line first is sure. what you are doing right now, so so that's where we're at. Uh, haven't seen any of uh, what we would call the big dogs uh, pull out of their pits yet, but I'm sure they will. They wouldn't be here if they weren't planning on getting out there, right?
0: Last thing before we wrap this up, the Woodtick Preview Show. <clears throat> Excuse me. And again, you'll be able to follow along all weekend with our coverage on Facebook and Twitter. Brought to you by your local Auto Value Parts Store, where service is the difference. They get it, Rich. I'm going to make you do it. Way too early predictions, and I'll let you give me two on who you think bangs the wood tick this weekend.
2: You know, I hate when you do this to me.
0: because <laughs> I could see the look on your face of, oh, are you kidding me?
2: Yeah, uh, I hate when you do this to me because a lot of these drivers are going to listen to this show tonight, and they're going to say, why didn't you pick me? And I'm going to have to defend myself. Um, so my way too early pick... Um, I am going to go out on a limb, and I'm sorry, Logan Nickerson, you've already spent the $33,000. Don't worry, you're not going to need it.
1: Um,
2: You don't have to worry about where you're going to spend it. Um, I am going to go either Dono Marculli or Chad Finley.
0: Okay. All right. Now, you and I are going to – I'm going to do the same thing. I'll I'll pick two. I'll take two here. I am going to go – Oh man, I just changed my mind last minute. Oh, I don't know what to do now, Rich France. I, I hate when I do this as well.
2: Now, uh, Zach, this is now. I, I have to qualify mine real quick. I'm sorry. This, this is without Rusty Schlank being here. Okay, that is my my pick. And as, as of right now, I don't see him. So if he shows up, I I have the right to change my pick. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've,
0: yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, these are way too early predictions. Here's the thing: <clears throat> even if Rusty Schlank shows up, even if I don't know. Throw a wild name out there. Dennis Herb Jr. shows up or something crazy like that. Here is my pick. Donna Marcoulier, I'm sorry. Logan Nickerson, I am sorry. Uh, you, you, uh, you guys. I know, Dona, you've wanted, you've wanted your seventh and eighth to come for a long time. But I think that either Brandon Thurlby is going to get that family win this weekend, or Travis Stemler becomes the next driver to go back to back at the wood tick and uh i I don't know i'm leaning toward maybe travis stemler finding what they need here at Merritt speedway this weekend with with that big money on the line he chad and kayla are going to go down to victory lane on saturday night
2: you know zach i don't i can't say that you're wrong and i I think like we said we're guessing this is all fun for sure um but it's that just shows you how tough this is and the competition that's going to be here this weekend um if you if you were a betting man, there is no way you would would bet on who's going to win this race. <laughs> no way on Thursday.
0: Not at all. You
2: know, not on at all. Thursday. Yeah. So um, I don't know. We'll have to see. With there there may be some uh, heavy hitters showing up tomorrow that might not be here today. We'll have to see. Uh, we've heard rumors, but we don't know. So so we'll just have to see. But I think your I think your picks are as good as anybody's, and I think my picks are as good as anybody's. Absolutely. Um, you know, on Thursday.
0: <laughs> yeah, let us know uh, in the comments who you think is going to pick up the win Saturday night at Merritt Speedway. The Wood Tick is taking place, and Rich, you have the honor to be on location all weekend long. Um, I know you are going to try to get some interviews up throughout the weekend as well. So, uh, man, I- I'm a little jealous of you. You get to take in this big weekend, but good luck and have some fun.
2: Yeah, you know, we talked earlier about this 75-lap race. Um, you know, it-, it could be a heck of a finish. It might be some of the best post-race interviews we have all year long Uh, uh, if something happens in a fight over $33,000. So I am really looking forward to that.
0: Well, man, uh, good luck. Have some fun. Thanks for taking time. Thanks for going up there this weekend. Thank you, the listeners, for tuning in. And uh, again, check in on our social media channels all weekend long to keep up on what is happening for rich france my co-host for scott Menlin who pays the bills our thanks again to the auto value Parts stores who will bring you coverage all weekend long if you can't make the trip we sure hope that you do but if you can't make the trip keep it locked into our social media channels and this race is available for pay-per-view on flow racing if you want to watch your favorite late model drivers Go at it this weekend for $33,000. Have a fantastic weekend. Hope you enjoy the races, and we'll talk to you Monday night with an all-new episode and a full recap of The Wood Tick on Horsepower Happenings.